Hello, friend. Hello, hello. How's it going? Oh, I'm great. Um, I'm really mad, though, that we didn't just record you also doing your British accent. I know. It was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And we, and we just glazed right over it. We did. We really did. I'm so disappointed. I know. Well, welcome to Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Francesca. I'm Alicia. And it's our one-year anniversary! Woo! Sorry, I'm a little late. I was drinking. I can't believe we made it this far. This is the longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> that reminds me of the tweet I, I tweeted when COVID hit one years. And I said, wow, you know, happy one year anniversary to me in the most toxic relationship I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'm proud of you. Cheers for that. Cheers to that. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Bud Light Seltzer iced tea. It's peach flavored. Ooh, and verdict? It's okay. I prefer mm. the raspberry or the apple flavor or mm. just they have this is like a duo pack so that's iced teas and lemonades and I think I prefer to lemonade, but mm. lemonade's always better. TBH. We have to get rid of the ones that we hate, so. Yeah, that's true. That's what true. are you drinking? I'm drinking a Heineken light Ooh. because that's the only thing that was in my fridge. We get to shake it up this week. Love that. Yeah. It's a Heineken, but it's the light. I'm so excited for this week. Yes, me too. Can we, can we just like jump into this? Because like I have been waiting to talk about this. I think we should. Okay. So do you want to explain what we're going to do? And then I'll explain the tears. Yes. So this week in honor of our one year anniversary, we decided let's do something fun in tier rank book to screen adaptations. Yes. And we're going to tier rank them. And we have some great tiers inspired by the one, the only Dance Moms. The most iconic reality TV show right behind Newlyweds featuring Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. But it's a close second. Absolutely. And so we're going to start from the bottom and go to the top. And I'll just explain why each quote fits (laughs) each tier. Please do. So we're going to start with the bottom and it's pretty self-explanatory. You are a monstrosity of evil. Do you want to start? Sure. So your monstrosity of evil is the first category. And I also would like to clarify that we've tier ranked the movies and the books. Yes. So the books might be in a different category than their theatrical counterpart. Exactly. So So you go first. So my... You are a monstrosity of evil tier is the Shadow Hunters TV show <laughs> is number one on that tier. The only good thing that came out of that show is Matthew Daddario and Harry Shum Jr. Thank and you. that's a goddamn fact. Thank you. Thank you, Queens, for saving that for me personally. <laughs> the The next one on my on that tier is The Death Cure by D- James Dashner, the book. Okay, that's fair. I can't even begin to explain to you how angry that book made me. If you had put the Maze Runner movies in that, I might have reached the screen and smacked you. Because no. you, Dylan O'Brien can do no wrong. Exactly. That man could hit me with his car and I'd say, do it again. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. The book, let me just tell you, this series made me so angry. I was pissed. I love the I first read those book. Bo- the first book is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. It's really an interesting concept. The, yeah. second, the second book is like, 
not as good, but it's still interesting. I like the the bringing in the girls aspect. Like that was kind of interesting to me. But then they had to do it to us. He had to do it to us with the third book. <laughs> and it made no fucking sense. <laughs> that book made no I couldn't even tell you what the fucking book's about. It's terrible. I can't. I read those like a hundred years ago and I made my mom go and see the movies with me. As you like should. I did with like I did with the Hunger Games and all of the Harry Potter movies. My mom like, was the only supporter of my reading to movie career. <laughs> career. <laughs> that that's literally like what my high school years were. I was reading the book and then going to see the movie because Hollywood can't write an original script to save their life. Yeah. Anyway, that's like my mom with me and Taylor Swift because I had no friends who liked Taylor Aww. Swift, so my mom would just come with me to all of them. <laughs> See, that was the nice thing about having sisters growing up is that my mom would make my middle sister... My mom made my middle sister go with me to the Jonas Brothers concert in sixth grade. And then, surprise bitch, she did a 180 on me and became a Jonas Brothers fan, and she went to all the concerts with me subsequently. I was just about to say, and you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So the next one is Percy Jackson, the movie... Absolute trash. If I had a... But um, not you, Logan Learman. You were not trash. No, not you Logan. You were just given trash. Not Logan and not Alexandra. No. No. No, no. None of the actors in this movie did any wrong. It it's was, not their fault. It was purely everyone else involved. <laughs> not <laughs> They Rick were just Riordan. given trash content. Exactly. So that's the bottom tier. If I had a tier below this tier, that's where this one would go. <laughs> it's so bad. And then the last one is the Cat in the Hat movie. (laughs) I didn't even think of that one. That movie is so creepy. Why, Mike Myers? Tell me why. Why was that necessary? Why'd you have to do it to us? But that rounds out my bottom tier. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's so funny. I didn't see like you're literally gonna hear mine and be like, where the fuck did she pull these out? I, the more I was doing this, I was like, I don't think we're gonna have any in common. Honest to God, I don't <laughs> think we are either. There might be a few. There might be like two, maybe three. But there's one on here that I'm like, I could see if she had that on there, but I don't know if you read the book, so we'll see. We'll see. So my bottom tier, you are monstrosity of evil, is the first one. Now, I want to preface this by saying <laughs> I love this actor. This man is my short king. But, honey, boo, boo, we're putting this in the vault and we're never watching it again. RDJ as Sherlock Holmes. I forgot about that. I wish I forgot about that. Oh, my God. There were so many things wrong with that movie. Let's not even start with them making Rachel McAdams as Irene Adler. Sherlock Holmes love interest when she is not oh no but i digress oh no yes there's so oh rdj made a lot of mistakes in his life and that movie is one of them (laughs) i don't blame you that is a pretty bad one now the next one you're you might be mad about this one solely because of your um affinity for taylor swift is it gonna be the giver yes (laughs) the giver movie And I was going to put it in these bottom tiers because it's so bad. Yes. Don't even get me started because I 
really enjoyed that book, reading it in middle school. Mm-hmm. But And I love the actor. I was, like, obsessed with Brenton Thwaites for, like, a hot minute. Love that for you. I watched him on a sh- this obscure Australian show, Slide, nice. in high school. Yeah. And it was he was so hot. He has a kid now. Good for him. He is thriving. But that movie was not it, sis. Oh, no. Those were my only two in the bottom tier. Wow. You really yeah. are doing better than me. I was really ruthless. Oh, yeah. Well, I had to spread them out somehow. So the next year, the next year <laughs> is when the product, either book or movie, had so much potential and it just like fell so flat. So the next year is empty chair, do a solo. <laughs> Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? You can go first. We'll switch off. Okay. So the first one in this one is the movie of A Light Between Oceans. I absolutely loved that book. It was so beautifully written and it was, the movie was so fucking boring. I mean, granted, it gave us the beautiful pairing of Alicia Vikander and Michael Fassbender But, like, that movie just, like, fell so flat for me. The next one, I'm going to get... Actually, no, I'm going to switch this one because I'm going to get a lot of heat for it. So I'm going to move that to my last one. The next one is the Lovely Bones movie. That book emotionally scarred me. And that movie, I couldn't take it seriously solely because it was Mark Wahlberg playing the dad. (laughs) Marky Mark. Marky Mark is great in action roles. The drama just isn't it for him. (laughs) And that's okay. Everybody has their niche. Poor Marky Mark. He gave it a try. I commend him for that. And that's why it's not in the bottom tier. But I couldn't take it seriously. Stanley Tucci has always understood the assignment. Now my last one. Yes. I'm going to get a lot of shit for this one. (gasps) I'm so excited. But it's the movie adaptation of The Fault in Our Stars. Yes! (laughs) I love that. I have a John Green book on my, this one too. Oh my God, yes. So this one just like, um, as Alicia knows, I have beef with Ansel Algort. Yeah, the two we of both us have beef. beef. What do you mean? We yes. both have beef. She has beef because I have beef with him. Yeah, and I've taken on Francesca's beef. <sighs> And that's why we are friends. That movie fell so flat for me. That was at the time when Hollywood was trying to shove Shailene Woodley and Ansel Algort down our throats. And I was not here for it. Let me just tell you, the way that they played brother and sister and then... That's weird. Like, back to it back, is weird. I don't care. It was weird. Yeah. Even though when I went to go see The Fault in Our Stars in theaters... I came out of the theater and you could see the mascara running down my face. Oh, no! And my friend looked at me and she's like, you just have, like, black streaks. (laughs) And I was like, because the story is sad, but the acting was absolutely terrible. And that is nothing against you, Nat Wolf. Nat Wolf was the only highlight of that movie. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get to mine. It gives it away. Oh my god. But I can't wait. That was it. Those were the three in that tier. So, my my tier, the first one is Paper Towns. The book or the movie? The movie, sorry. The movie. Let me tell you. Why did you cast Cara Delevingne? She's a model. She's I'm... not an actress. What the fuck? <laughs> they totally ruined that book. 
I'm so mad about it. I would have put this lower, but like the ones in the low tier are really low for a reason. Like <laughs> I can't even begin to tell you how bad the ones in the, the tier lower is. I loved Paper Towns so much as a teenager. I thought it's such an interesting story because they flip, they flip the Manic Pixie Dream Girl on its head, and I think that's so cool. But the movie is genuinely so bad. They've taken out all the good parts. And just made it a story about a manic pixie dream girl. They missed the whole entire point of the fucking book. Thank you for coming. They to really my TED did talk. John Green dirty. I'm not gonna lie. They really did, and like, that's why I was like, this is gonna be a little controversial because I have Paper Towns like decently high on this list. I, mm-hmm. Hot take: I think John Green is like a pretty good writer, and I think he's like a decent person. Like, I don't think he's like. Yeah, I don't think he's a bad person either. He, are. he is. Yeah. I think, like, he had the right idea, and the theater, the movie company was like, you had the right idea, but you had the wrong bitch. Right. And that's kind of where he fell flat. Yeah, it is really unfortunate, because I think his books are really fantastic, and I think they kind of capture the teenage experience very well. Mm -hmm. I can't speak to anyone else, but Turtles All the Way Down pretty accurately like captured anxiety for my personal experience but paper towns was not it paper towns was so bad it made me so pissed i was not happy so moving on the (laughs) second one in this tier is the book normal people now this is a hot take really i have that on my nightstand it was gonna be my next read let me tell you there is no quotation marks in this book oh that's going to be a think, problem. Do you think <laughs> I, I want to be sitting there trying to figure out who the fuck is talking and if this is dialogue? No. I get it's a stylistic choice, but it's the wrong stylist, stylistic <laughs> choice. <laughs> I, I think it's Bloomsbury who published Normal People. Bloomsbury, I'm coming for you. Who the fuck is Sally Rooney's editor? Because she needs to be stopped. (laughs) All all her books do not use quotation marks. It drives me up a fucking wall. And that's purely the only reason normal people is down this low. I give it three stars on Goodreads. But the quotation marks really irritates me. So That's fair. It is down on this level. And that's it for this level for me. Okay, perfect. The next level is like mid-tier like it's the top of the bottom you know yeah so this next one is i just cry sometimes it's no big deal so you can go first okay so we're starting off right away controversial so my first one in this tier is perks of being a wallflower both the book and the movie are ranked the same wow first of all ezra miller is in the movie well yeah that's fair Emma Watson's American accent leaves a little to be desired. Yeah. Logan Lerman, again, you can do no harm. I love you. You're amazing. <laughs> you are one of the original white boys of the month. You can do, you are like, don't, Logan Lerman, if you're listening to this, don't listen. Your acting <laughs> is not the problem with these movies. It is simply the directors. And Literally, every time else. I read something good about like Perks of Being a Wallflower, it's about his performance. Yeah, so. everything else is not great. They leave out some of like my favorite parts of the book. And now that I'm older, looking back on the book, I don't think the book is as good as some people might hype it up to be. 
but it's yeah. not it's not bad it's like definitely just middle of the road you know so that's why it's here mm-hmm. um but i know a lot of people really like it i was very excited when it came out originally i had read the book because i think selena gomez was originally supposed to be attached to this project <clears throat> and, I and this was back it. when we were in our disney channel phase so exactly fair. and i liked selena gomez so you know whatever but my next one on this list is shadow and bone the book wow i'm surprised it's so low yeah it's because it's confusing and Mm. maul the character is very annoying and so is the darkling honestly if you read this series i would only read it for nikolai who is my my precious baby angel who can do no harm because he's a white boy of the month yeah the movie the book is just not as good as you would want it to be it's not maul is annoying he's too possessive and he thinks he knows everything and he since he's a man therefore he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> um so my next one to round this category out is cat in the hat mm, now a classic a classic but dr seuss why a little controversial fuck? yeah he is controversial but why the fuck do all your books have to be so fucking long I'm sitting there reading to the kids I babysit. There's six million pages to this book. And you keep flipping them. And so, therefore, you have to start skipping pages because it takes too fucking long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's so funny you say that because my my dad always said, like, he used to read one specific book to my sister and I forgot what it was. But she, like, memorized it. Yeah. So when he tried to skip a page, he she'd be like, "No, Daddy, you miss, you miss," and he she'd make him go back and keep reading it. Yeah. See, that's the problem. So by that only, that's why it's here because it really irritates me when I have to read it to like a class of children that are like four years old. Yeah, that's fair. And that's it for my for that tier. So for my, I just cry sometimes. It's no big deal. Section. I unintentionally put all the most of the books that made me cry on this list in this section. So it's kind of fitting. We're going to start off middle of the road, controversially, The Fault in Our Stars, right there, top of that. You know, it was a good book. It wasn't great. It made me cry when I was reading it. It was beautifully written. The cigarette metaphor, though. Yeah, that's why it's where it is on this list. Good. I'm because glad. especially when I think about... <laughs> I'm sorry, but Ansel Algort really fucking ruined this book for me. Fuck when, you, Ansel Algort. Literally. I'm coming um, for you. So that's why it is there. Um, I'm sorry, John Green, but your casting choices could have been better. So Next true. is the movie adaptation of Dear John. Oh my gosh, I almost put Safe Haven on here because I read that. Really? I read yes. Dear John. Love that. Also, course. I remember reading, this is a side note, but I remember reading The Notebook mm-hmm. and I was in the airport and I was like maybe 14, 15 yeah. and our flight got pushed back. So we all, my sisters and my dad and I all got scattered mm-hmm. on the plane. So my dad, since I was the youngest, my dad, my mom wanted my dad to sit closest to me. Mm-hmm. So it was me, this Russian lady and my dad on the aisle and yeah. I'm sitting, in, like, staring out the window, sobbing, finishing the notebook. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> just, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Don't talk to me. Um, but it was just like, I read Dear John, the book. It was a great book, you know. Right. It, it's right up Nicholas Sparks Alley. 
I love Channing Tatum. I was just. I don't love what they did necessarily with the whole the story as a whole, but it was a great movie. Makes you cry when you need to cry. You know, it got the job done. Right? Who is? Yes, Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. It's a decent, okay movie. I can see him by that. Um, the next book is a play, actually. Ooh. And it's Romeo and Juliet. Oh, love that. You know, it's literally the trope of all tropes. The the enemies to lovers. The origin story. Like, you can't not have an appreciation for that story. Right. But at the same time, again, it's not the best thing that's on this list. You know? Yeah, right. So then my last one is one that just actually makes me really angry. So if you know me, you know that I love a solid ending. I need to know what the fuck happens. Right? Right. 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 So the last one on this list is The Giver, The Book. Oh, I can understand that. That Because that open ending. Oh, my God. Seventh grade me wanted to smack the shit out of my teacher for making me read that. Because I wanted to know if they lived or died. I needed to know. <laughs> so that's why that's where it is. It didn't make me, it made me cry frustration tears, you know? I do know. You do know. I do know. So the next tier is third place. And it's like, you know what? It's not the best. It's not the worst. And it's just like, we're all going to get together and we're going to read it. And we're all going to have fun. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to actually, I have three books. uh, Nope, that's a lie. I have three items in this tier. And I'm going to start from the bottom and go to the top of this ranking. Mm. Because I'm going to get some shit for the top of this list of three. okay. I'm ready. Me Before You, the movie. (gasps) Oh my gosh, I love that. I loved that movie. I think they left out some pretty crucial information, which is why it is where it is on the list. I never finished the book, so... Oh, man, that book. Talk about making me sob my fucking eyes out. Yeah, I love Amelia Clark. I think she did a phenomenal job in the role. But like I said, I feel like they just missed a few things with mentioning the character's backstory and things like that. So that's why that is where it is on the list. Next, we have the book version of A Light Between Oceans, which I think was a beautiful book. The story was compelling. It was a murder mystery, but romance in there. It was just, it, it was great. But again, it was also kind of dragged out. So that's, again, why it is where it is on the list. Now I'm going to get some shit for this next one. Oh boy, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready? I'm ready. Twilight is yes! this one. I love it. I love it. Because I it's like, it. it's... It's a, it's a, I hate putting it as a phrase, it's a classic. It was a phenomenon and it is so beloved by so many people. I remember reading this in sixth grade, but it's not very well written. It's not, unfortunately. And it's not a great story, but it is just, it's it's so renowned that it can't be anywhere else on this list. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, I mean... I, I would back you up there, because I still rewatch all the Twilight movies, because... My brother-in-law fucking likes Twilight. Like, you can't say that it's not for everyone. They're really funny in certain parts. <laughs> How can you not Hold on, Spider again? Monkey. <laughs> oh, say it. <laughs> what am I? Say it. How... I'm 17. British? How long have you been 17? 
a while. A while. <laughs> <laughs> so many quotable moments in that movie. Ugh. Okay, your turn. So, my these are like in no order. I didn't put them in any order. It was all like from what came to me in the moment. So my first one on this list is normal normal people the series. Okay. I think they made Connell and Marianne way more likable in the series than they did in the book. Like, in the book, I was like, Marianne, you're kind of being a bitch. Connell, <laughs> being an asshole. But in the movie, I could kind of understand their motivations and whatnot. So mm-hmm. they were a lot more likable. I could tell who when they were speaking since they spoke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the quotation mark debacle here. Um, so yeah, it was like a solid, like, I liked it better than the book. I enjoyed it. I watched it once. It was, it was good. I finished it, which if you know, always me, a plus, right. I'm not very good at finishing series. So, Hey, hats off to me for that one. <laughs> My next one is little woman, the book. Yes. Great. Yeah. So I listened to this book actually like back in the day before this new adaptation came out and it's really good but it's like her louisa make alcott's editor should have cut some things like it's just a little (laughs) too long like there are parts that i'm like this was not necessary you should have cut this the book is huge like it is 600 pages i'm pretty yeah it's a a thick it's a thick b yeah so i hate you (laughs) (laughs) so that's why that like this it's like in the middle here. Like it would be higher mm-hmm. cuz I truly do love Little Women so much, but there are just parts that I'm like, okay, let's get going here. We can we can do this a little faster. Yeah. And then my last one is Little House on the Prairie, the book and the series. Oh they're, my god. They're equal because My mom loves that show. So does my mom. My mom, <laughs> I'm not kidding. She has a sickness. It's it's called She Can Name Every Single Episode and Tell You What the Name of the Episode Is. That's you turn incredible. turn on the TV, and it's an episode of Little House on the Prairie. My my dad will go, Nancy, what episode is this? And she'll be like, oh, it's, it's season three, episode six. And she's like, what's the title of this episode? And she could tell you. It's a sickness. Incredible. That's me in Criminal Minds. So. Yeah, literally. So um, the book is, like, pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I think it's very cute. We used to get read them for, like, in second grade, you know, by our teacher. And the series is pretty good. It's pretty solid, you know. Nothing to write home about, but it doesn't make me angry, you know? Yeah. It's so, like a, a, a quality, relaxing TV show. Right. So that's why they both live here. That's that's a solid reason. Thank you. And that's the end of this list for me, the, this tier. So the next one, now the next tier got this name solely Mm -hmm. because this is my favorite quote to come out of Dance Moms. Yes. by far. Cut my finger on my mom's wing. I hope I can still dance. (laughs) So who who goes first this time? You. You or me? I'm pretty sure you. Me? Wait, no, isn't it? Well, I went last last time, so I guess it's me, isn't it? Yeah. We're too drunk for this. (laughs) (laughs) okay so my first one on this list is the death cure the movie yes wow i don't know who adapted this this book but they deserve good job they deserve an oscar for this This good job alone yeah first of all dylan o'brien sweetie 
you got injured, seriously injured on this set, and still, this movie was phenomenal. Made me cry. I was so upset at the end. I love Dylan O'Brien, as we just previously made aware. That man is a piece of work. God's, of some of God's best work. So true. And I just felt like the story made way more sense in this this adaptation that it did in the book. It didn't make me nearly as angry. <laughs> Therefore, that's why it's here. Dylan O'Brien, your acting was superb. Kaya, I can't remember her last name. It's with an S. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, her acting is pretty great. Thomas Brody Sanderson, or Sangster, Sangster, sorry. He's amazing in this too. Cried, all that. Hence why that's here. Obviously. My next Obviously. one is Paper Towns, the book. I'm Like I said before, this book is so good. I just love the subversion of a manic pixie dream girl trope. It's amazing. I Because like the whole point of the book is that the main character, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name right now because it's been a very long time since I've read this book, like almost 10 years. He just obsesses over this girl and thinks she's so mysterious and so different than everyone else and is leaving him these clues. And then at the end, spoiler alert if you haven't read this book or seen the movie, you find out she wasn't leaving these clues. Like, you are just crazy and thought she was. (laughs) And you were just obsessed with her. So I just think it's so clever, especially for a book that's YA. And I think it's so interesting that like kids get to read it now because it's like you have that in your their mind at least now like you can't just put expectations on people you know yeah my next one is room the book and the movie by emma donahue i fucking hate you those are on my (laughs) list too yes we have a match that's the one that i was like i bet you if any of them are gonna be on here it's gonna be that one so i think um Brie Larson does an incredible job in this movie. I think she is so good. I think the book is amazing. I read that book in like a day and it was fucking wild. And then um, what's his name? Who plays the kid? Jacob Tremblay, right? Yeah. He's amazing in it. It's just the whole thing is so good. They didn't leave out that much from the books at all. Mm Mm-hmm just so good this is how you do a movie adaptation right in my opinion it's not at the top because the top ones are like ones i've watched multiple 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 times i've watched room about two or three times and like some of those multiples come from me watching it with other people who i made read the book yeah that's fair so that's why that's here my last one is to all the boys i've loved before the movie or sorry the yeah the movie and the book just the first one. We pretend like the second and third movie don't exist. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I watched All the Boys I've Loved Before. Like, it is my comfort movie at this point. And the books That's are... how I feel about the Captain America movies. Oh, I love that. But Jenny Han, like, I read these books as they were coming out. Um, I listened to them, actually. They were the first audiobook I ever read. And... They're just so cute, and they're just so feel-good. I love them so much, and I love Lara Jean. She's my fashion icon, if I'm <laughs> going to be honest here. So it's not at the top because you'll see what's at the top, and 
I think it'll be very clear why this one just didn't make it. Also, I felt like if I put it at the top, there'd be too many at the top. So that's that is that's the end of this tier. To all the boys I've loved before, you are perfection. We will pretend like the sequels do not exist for the movies. Um, what's his name? The guy, the by guy who plays Peter Kavinsky. Noah. Oh, Cent- Noah Centineo. Noah Centimeter. We pretend like he doesn't exist after the first movie either. <laughs> Okay, so my second tier is we're going to start with Sherlock, the Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes! Yes. I think he was the perfect casting. I was obsessed with that series. I think him and Martin Friedman are the iconic duo. I love... Oh, I can't say enough good things about that show. The person um, who, who plays Moriarty is really good, yes. too. Love it. Couldn't get enough of it. And I just... Oh, amazing. The only reason it's not on the first tier is just because I wanted to keep the first tier for mine very selective. And keep, it like, a top three for those. So that's why it's not where that is. But, honey, you could have be. been. Could have been. I didn't like with the Sherlock show is that they made it in, like, the 21st century. Like, they gave him cell phone and they, like, they added that, like, newer element that I just, like, feel like, feels like takes away from it a little bit. I never read the book, so I can see Yeah. So that's another reason why it's not number in the first tier. Second, I have Room the Movie. Yes! Specifically. Love that. Um, I loved that movie. Like, I'm just going to reiterate what you said. I loved Brie Larson in this role. I loved Jacob Tremblay in this role. It also really freaks me out because my nephew is slowly growing into a mini version of Jacob Tremblay. Oh, that's... Um, it's wow. kind of alarming. Um, <laughs> but it like, so like it freaks me out watching that movie. I've only ever seen it once because of that. Just like the situation, it just like, it's, it's a lot for me to watch because he looks so much like my nephew. So I avoid it, but I loved it the first time I watched it. I cried my eyes out. Um, The only reason it's not in the top tier is because I didn't like how they gave her a name. Cause in the book, book she doesn't have a name. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're so like, right. I forgot about that, about the book. The whole book is told from the kids. From the son's point of view. Yeah. Brilliant. Yes. I didn't like how they changed that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's in that tier. Next one is The Lovely Bones, the book. Oh, love that. That book, I give the author a lot of credit for writing it because I think it is partly based on her own experience with the essay. And she has a, her own memoir where she talks about her own experience. But this book was so beautifully written. It kept you on the edge of your seat. And I remember reading this, I think, as a freshman in high school. And it gets really pretty intensely graphic in the beginning and I read it late at night I read like this very graphic and heavy scene right before bed and I had to go and pull out the old picture children's books that my mom used to read to me before oh my bed gosh to try and kind of like cleanse myself so I didn't have nightmares oh my but gosh that it was just so beautifully written the only reason that it's not in the top tier is because it's just like it was just so heavy right that it, it was a, an emotional baggage to read. You know what I mean? Right. So, the final Woo! the final tier, the fi- top the tier, S tier, 
And on top of the pyramid, Maddie. Yes! Just the those only way to put it. Those TikToks gave me life last year. Like, not gonna lie. Those are... They're Christy awesome. was the best dance mom. And if you don't agree, you're wrong. I love that we you're have wrong. this... Fa- I like that we have the same favorite dance mom. Yes. And Chloe, you were robbed. So robbed. So robbed. But anyway, honey, I hope you were in therapy after that. Anyway. Seriously. <laughs> so my top is number one, Room, the book. Yeah, I thought it was so creative to write the book from the, the five-year-old's perspective. And especially in such a serious situation when he has no idea really what is happening. Right. I thought that was so innovative and such a beautiful way to tell the story. Exactly. Yeah. Number two, Me Before You, the books, or the book. Right. I loved the way the two main characters kind of counterbalanced each other with, with one being so consumed by wanting to end his life and the other one being so full of life and wanting to give him that same perspective I know there's a lot of of controversy around the concept of me before you because of him wanting to die and I think it's more about and because he's disabled and I I agree I don't think that was necessarily the right way of doing it but I also don't think that that's what she was trying to do I really think it was more about him wanting to retain that choice of when his life ended and it wasn't about because he was disabled but because it was his choice to do that and nobody respected that and I really appreciated how open she had that conversation in the book I think it's such an interesting conversation too like I've never even had thought about it before that Mm -hmm. I haven't read the whole book yet I've probably made it a couple chapters in maybe like five six chapters in but I still think it's such a fascinating topic to, to bring up. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, not yeah. talked about very often. And I just think that it was very well done in that regard. My last one for this one, you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? I'm so excited. But it is Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> the movie. The la- uh, Leonardo, the DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio. Claire Danes version. As it should specifically, be. Specifically. As it Get out be. of here with that Haley Steinfeld and Douglas Booth shit. The only one we recognize is Leonardo DiCaprio and, Ta- and Claire Danes. Exactly. There is nothing more iconic than that kissing scene in the elevator at the Halloween party or right. the masquerade, whatever. Exactly. Just, oh my God. Amazing. Some of his best work. Amazing. Iconic. Never been done before. I uh, Literally. It was about to say that. And that's all, uh, there's there's nothing else to put. There's nothing else to say about that. And that's on that. And that's on that. Your turn. So, I'm going to get some heat for this first one. I know I am. But hear me out. The first one I have on this list is the Shadowhunters, like, Chronicles, the, the books by Cassandra okay. Clare. Listen, I have City of Bones, like, as the the cover image on my tier list, my tier list. Listen, hear me out. Did we honestly think Jason Clary were siblings? Did we really believe that? Come on. I mean, I did not believe that for a second. Come on. We didn't believe that. We knew it was going to be a hoax. Come on. 
It was a fake out like Star Wars. It was a YA book. Did you think that Cassandra Clare was going to make them actually brother and sister? Like, I've talked with this about to like other people, and I have a friend who was like, no, I actually believe that. But I didn't believe it for a fucking second. I was like, no, there's no way. This is a fake. This is this is fake. This is not <laughs> happening. There's no fucking way. Cassandra Clare is going to write a whole ass book where Clary and Jace are like all into each other and making out and then turn around and be like, oh, no, they're siblings. Like, come on. This was 2000 and fucking like eight. That wasn't going <laughs> to happen. No publisher would have let that happen if it wasn't going to be not true so that's my reasoning i also just have a deep i don't know i just love the shadow hunter chronicles i it's like my comfort series so therefore it is always going to be ranked on top i read all of them as soon as they come out they're fantastic miss cassandra claire is a genius at characterization i said what i said don't come for me i know all you guys are going to quote that scene from city of bones or or um city of glass where jace talks about how he's her sister and how he still wants to bang her but listen they're not actually siblings so therefore (laughs) i ignore it (laughs) my next one is percy jackson the series no explanation needed no explanation needed it is the perfect series it should have blown up as much as Harry Potter did because it's better than Harry Potter. I said oh. what I said. Did you see the TikTok I sent you of the girl at the top of the St. Louis Arch? And she's like, how yes. did Percy Jackson jump out of this? I've seen many iterations of that TikTok. And <laughs> I I understand. But you just have to dispel, dispel, like you just have to suspend, suspend disbelief. disbelief because it's a fiction book. Also, he's a demigod. So we're just going to have to roll with it just who cares it's a fiction book so nothing else needs to be said about that percy jackson's perfect in every way he is still to this day my fictional boyfriend even though he's like 12 but even though he's 12 but in the other books he grows up so you know i was the same age as percy jackson in the heroes of olympus series when i was reading them so therefore it's okay it's okay you have demi children what would it if he's half demigod yeah and you had a kid with him would be like, like tri god <laughs> they're like a quarter or quarter that's god a, there's that's a good question they do address that in the heroes of olympus series but i do not Rick Royden, let us know i'm curious he did write about it like i said in the the second the heroes of olympus series mm-hmm. but I do not remember what he said because that was a long ass fucking time ago that I read those. So yeah. Next one is the shadow and bone TV series. Ooh. Okay. Let me tell you, I would risk it all for Kaz Brecker. <laughs> this is on record. Kaz Brecker. I would risk it all for you right now. They I would did. risk it all for Ben Barnes. So. Oh, well, yeah, that too, you know. I mean, that's but, a given. We all know that I have uh, an affinity for men much, much older. older than me. Yeah, well, Ben Barnes, Chris Evans. I mean, it's Ben Barnes. <laughs> who can blame you? But Shadow and Bone was so good. They did such a good job of combining the Six of Crows characters with the Shadow and Bone characters and keeping those storylines pretty 
pretty separate throughout the whole series, and I really appreciated that. I didn't know how they were going to do it because that's not how the book goes. And I love Six of Crows. It's one of my favorite duologies I've ever read. But they did a, a great job. I thought the, like... <sighs> I thought some of the stuff was a little unnecessary with like the heavy overtones of some things because it just like doesn't super make sense for the world building of the actual thing. But overall, amazing. The casted amazing actors and actresses. I can't wait for the second season. I can't wait to see who they cast for Nikolai, who is one of my favorite characters. And I can't wait to see who they cast for Wyland. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. The third one on this list, or sorry, the last one on this list is Little Women, by um, directed by Greta Gerwig from 2019. Let me tell you, the scene where Joe goes off about how women have hearts and minds and they have thoughts, whew, I could almost re- I could almost repeat that whole monologue to you. Wow, did that hit me? And I wish it was. Saoirse the- Ronan is so good, right? Like, I, uh, this is, like, a stretch. I mean, it's not a stretch, but it's, like, kind of a stretch. She's, like, the Meryl Streep of our generation. I Like, she, the range that this girl, this woman has. I would agree. She is, um, she's, like, an amazing actress. And. But nobody could do Devil Wears Prada except for oh, Meryl Streep. Oh, absolutely. Agree. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. But when I tell you watching Little Women 2019 made me cry every time i've bought it i watch it so much it it cry- makes me cry every time that joe has that monologue about how you know like women have thoughts and feelings but like she like she just wants to be loved i was like oh my god i'm crying every fucking time holy shit it's so good i can't believe that they wrote a scene like that and it, it's not in the fucking book it's so <laughs> good and florence Pugh is amazing I saw her in Midsummer before seeing this movie. She's great. Emma Watson's great. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the girl who plays Beth. She's amazing. I vaguely remember. Eliza Scanlon. Yes. And Laura Dern, ah. Laura Dern is so good as as mother. It's all amazing. I think it's so good. I think it's probably the best adaptation of Little Woman that there is out there. Wow. That's high praise. I know. And that's the end of that's the end of my tier my wow. tier rank. Wowie, wowie, wow, huh? Let me grab my phone. <laughs> because lastly Oh yes. Yes, lastly, we are going to we uh both scour the internet for new adaptations coming oh, out. Oh yes. And we're gonna share with you some of our the ones we're anticipating and most anxious and nervous about. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get so, roasted for mine. Um, I don't know if I'll get roasted for mine. I think I might know yours. Oh yeah. How did you do multiple or? I only did one. one. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I have one. multiple on here. That's fine. I could talk about mine for a hot second. Should I go first? Go ahead. You can go Since first. Since I only have one. Yeah. So mine is. <laughs> well, I guess I have two. Mine is. <laughs> a Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Because, listen, I know it's going to be bad because I read the book and I was not impressed. But listen, the actors and actresses are going to cast for this series. I am looking away. I do not see it. It's going to be great. They're going to be so hot. 
<laughs> this this show is just gonna be nonstop like HBO like um like it's gonna be like nonstop sex. Like I'm not gonna lie, the book is mostly like sex scenes. So especially as you get farther on into the series. So um yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Like hear me <laughs> out. The actor, whoever they cast is gonna be fucking hot. So that's true. It's gonna be entertaining at the very least. Um. I'm not going to lie, I did like the first book more than I liked any of the other ones in the series, because, it, I don't know, it just appealed to me a lot more. It really irritated me that they totally flipped who the like antagonist of the series was after the first one, and that really irritated me a lot. But, um, also, Sarah J. Maas does that in like a lot of her series. Like, her first series, she flips who the love interest is after the first like three books, and she does the same thing. With this series, after the first book, it's a completely different love interest, and that irritated the fuck out of me. But I think it's going to be great. I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot. And <laughs> if you're not going to enjoy it, don't fucking watch it. And <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about it, because I'm very excited for it. So, I don't know. Go off, but go off not near me. <laughs> go off where I can't see it. <laughs> Make sure you accurately tag your posts so I can blacklist them. <laughs> <laughs> my last, my only other one would be the Harry, po- the um, Percy Jackson series that's going to come out on Disney Plus. That's on my list too. Love I'm that. so excited for I'm it. So stoked! I follow all of Rick's updates. I've been following Rick for so long. I started reading Harry, or I started reading Percy Jackson when I was 13. 14 13 14 so i was like the perfect age to read it and so i'm just so stoked to like live my youth through these <laughs> characters it's gonna be so great i can't wait to see who they cast as percy i'm so excited to see who they cast as like grover and annabeth and selena and clarice and beckendorf i'm so excited to see what they do especially since rick is so heavily involved in it i'm so stoked it's gonna be so exciting and this is such a good time for me to shout out this podcast i listen to which is called potterless but they're trans like they're transitioning into a new podcast called the newest olympian and they're gonna cover percy jackson so i'm super excited for that it's just an all-around exciting time to be a percy jackson fan (laughs) i'm so stoked you sound like a sports announcer what can i say it's a journalism major in me (laughs) well my most anticipated is obviously we got a shout out Jay-Z Jones and the Six. I knew that was going to be on the list. I'm so excited to see, to hear the music, to hear the lyrics against like real music and not just written as a spoken word poem. I'm right. so excited to see Sam Claflin and... Hold uh, up! Sam fuck. Claflin is going to be in this series? You didn't know that? He's no. like the main guy. This is causing a lot of stress for me. I don't like that book, but I love Sam Claflin so fucking much. I'm just so excited to see what they do with it, where it's going to go. And I know the main actress. Oh, oh, fuck. What's her name? Elvis Presley's granddaughter. I'm sorry. That is That should not be your identifier. Riley Key. Riley Keough. Something like that. Um, she is a phenomenal actress, and I'm sorry that I just butchered the fuck out of your name. Um, but I cannot wait to see her in this role. It's gonna be so fucking good. I'm so excited. I will say, even though I didn't like the book all that much, I am very excited to see what 
Reese Witherspoon and her team does with this book. Yes. I think it'll be so good. Everything Reese Witherspoon touches turns to gold. So I'm such an idiot. I should have put Big Little Lies on this list. Mm. Moron. Next year. <laughs> idiot! And so then the next one I've just learned about is they are, they are adapting The Sandman by Neil Gaiman. Yes. I'm very excited to see what they do with that. That cast looks incredible. One of our first and episodes. What? One of yes, our first episodes. One of our first episodes. I completely forgot about that. Yes. And I said I was going to come back to it and I never fucking did, but here we are. <laughs> I'm really excited to see, to see where it goes with with the camera work and how much and how little CGI they're going to end up using. I'm just, I'm very excited to see creatively how this is going to go. It'll be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. And then the last one is the time traveler's wife. They are remaking. They're remaking it. Yes. Um, I was not the biggest of fans of the Rachel McAdams, Eric Bana movie. I'm sorry. But it wasn't. So I'm really curious to see how this is going to go. Because I fucking loved that book. Um, but that movie just wasn't it for me. And that's okay. We all have our, our preferences and that was not mine. Right. So I'm curious to see how that goes. But yeah. That was my most anticipated. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. So before we sign off... I just we just wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners for sticking around and putting up with us for the last year. It has been quite the experience. We have so many plans, so many things we want to do for you guys and do with you guys. And we hope you guys have enjoyed listening as much as we have enjoyed making this. And is there anything you want to add, Miss Alicia girl? Um, yeah, just Thanks for for listening. I don't think either of us we kind of just did this as you know fun, and it's weird that people actually listen to this. Like we don't have a ton of listeners, but like it's weird to me that people who don't know us listen. No, yeah, I know. Right? Like I know like we have friends who listen who are like rock stars. I can't believe you guys listen to this. Right? Who uh, who the fuck wants to listen to us for an hour? Right. But there are people who don't even know us who listen to this. So like whoever you are, you are. we love you. Hats off to you. We love you. Keep doing you. Keep listening if you like or you're don't. Strong. You're stronger than I am. I don't know if I'd listen to us, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're a better person than we are because yes. the other one told us they were doing a podcast. We'd be like, oh, that's great. And never fucking listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would. that's about accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BookaholicsPod. You can find me on Twitter at French Toastics with an X or on Instagram at Francesca Hope. And where can they find you? You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads 13, or on Storygraph, Just Alicia Reads. And we'll see you for the next one. Bye. Oh my gosh.